0: Welcome to another episode of the Slow Talk Podcast. I'm your host, James Davis, and in the studio today, we've got some uh, very fascinating guests. I have Alan Tower and uh, Doug Ayers, both with the Resonance Group. Welcome to the studio, guys.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: Good to see you, James. Yes, and I also know uh, Doug through the uh, Allegretto Vineyard Resort locally here in Paso Robles, California.
2: Yes, yeah, it's just up in Paso Robles, and uh, it's a beautiful vineyard and resort property that is a, quite a, a compilation of art and, and music and culture. Doug, when did the
0: Allegretto Vineyard Resort actually first open up?
2: It opened up in the uh, late part of 2015. So it's been almost six years now. Almost six years, yeah. Wow. That's correct. And walking up to the property, of course, one of the first things you
0: notice is all the vegetation's growing in and filling out and starting to get that, uh, that really full look. But today, we're talking a little bit about some of the details on the grounds, uh, some of the properties. When guests come to stay at, at the Vineyard Resort, there are a lot of amenities, a lot of options, wine tasting, spa treatments. But something that's on the radar that I guess is in development is a, um, an actual garden.
2: Yes, it's the Star Garden Trail, and it it relates to the 12 signs of the zodiac and spread around the perimeter of the property. Right now, there's a lot of, uh, there's labyrinths, there's other art features, there's exhibits within the Allegretto and just outside in the gardens. But this is taking it one step further and spreading around the property uh, with each of these 12 stations of contemplation and meditation.
0: Doug, how many acres, just to give our listeners an idea, how many acres is the total property, including the vineyards and the spa and the, the hilltop property?
2: The whole acreage is 20, and part of that is the is the resort, the gardens, and the vineyard. And there's still leftover space that we have yet to develop. Speaking of development, we were
0: talking a little bit before we came into the recording, and um, I asked you how long you've been working on the Allegretto Vineyard Resort, and I I think you said 57 years. Maybe you can explain that. Yes, yeah,
2: well, people ask me how long did it take to build, and I say, well, I finished when I was 57, so it took 57 years. And, and that's because everything that came into my experience, my, my uh, fabric of my life, was expressed onto the canvas of Allegretto, or I call it a composition of music. Ah, interesting how you would use that uh, description, the template, so to speak. Mm-hmm.
0: And so as a painting that is not quite completed, Allegretto is not completed in any way, shape, or form.
2: Oh, it's always ongoing. It's always in bloom, you know. There's always new seeds that are being planted. They're germinating, and Alan and I are right now in this process of germinating all these 12 seeds of the sonic integration at the stations. And it's really, it's like we've been having these meetings for the last two days, and it's been really just fascinating to see the, the creativity, the, the flow of, of the uh, next steps.
0: Alan, um, for our guests, I want to introduce you formally here and give them a little understanding of who you are. You're actually uh, the founder of the Resonance Center in Pasadena, California. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Um, And then that kind of morphed into the Resonance group. And so Douglas and I and Ivy Ross kind of founded that group together. And it's now a board of about 10 people. And um, we're building
0: sound sanctuaries around the world. And is the uh, the sound sanctuary at Allegretto one of the first installations that your group is well actually
1: in? yeah the very first one that uh, I ever built with my partner Hans from the Netherlands was this, the sonic labyrinth and that that is a ongoing um, experience that's on there but this what Douglas was talking about is going to extend the ability to have an interactive sonic art for groups is going to be way more um, thoughtfully uh, designed and expressed through the core essence of the Star Garden Trail, which is the contemplative aspect of each of the zodiacal signs. Mm.
0: So so we're not just talking about bringing music onto the property. I mean, you guys have done that. There's live music there on occasion in the courtyard or inside. This is an expanded experience? It's a totally different form of
1: interacting with what we call sound, right? But the whole idea is that you don't need a sign. You don't need to be trained. You can go out there and it's intuitively obvious how to make with your partner or two other people some very extraordinary sounds that don't just... They're not just for fun. They are fun, and they're very interactive. However, there's a contemplative aspect to many of them. So they allow the brain to drop behind the focus that we have for music into another zone. Imagine you're behind a waterfall. That's a special spot. That's the kind of space that we're trying to put people behind the mental waterfall of their thoughts into another zone. And Douglas is particularly uh, skilled and interested in this
0: whole uh, contemplative zone. It's interesting, as you mentioned, just that picture of standing behind a waterfall. I remember in Hawaii, on Maui, we actually had an opportunity. I forget the name of it, but I'll never forget the experience and the vision. And it was incredible. And as you said that, my brain, my memories wanted to go back to that special place. So you're talking about an experience that might replicate that type of experience. We have
1: access to that at any moment if we have a, a contemplative tool or opening, which these stations do and the the actual stations of meditation provide. We have access to it. Mm-hmm.
0: Sponsor support for the Slow Talk podcast is brought to you by the Friends of Charles Paddock Zoo. Located right off Highway 101 in Atascadero, California, and open seven days a week for your enjoyment. Featuring animals from all over the world of different species, from small reptiles to large mammals, you'll find fascinating creatures at the Charles Paddock Zoo. and meet all the animals at the Charles Paddock Zoo today. Check them out online at charlespaddockzoo.org or call them up at 805-461-5080. So we're talking to Alan Tower of the Residence Group and Doug Eris, also the president of the Residence Group. And also the founder of Allegretto Vineyard Resort in Paso Robles, California. And um, Alan, uh, at the beginning of the podcast, we played some sounds. Would you explain that to our listeners, how that sound fits into what we're doing? Exactly. So it's an instrument that has three chambers of clay.
1: So it's a three-part harmony in clay and a very resonant harmonic tuning. And because clay is just is burnt earth, there's nothing more, but it's, it's, it's fired earth. It has a very unique kind of deep connective sound to our, to our human being. And um, so that, that the way it's connected is, Douglas and I just discovered yesterday that this particular instrument has tremendous resonance with the Abbey. And these tones are what Douglas uses in the Sonic Labby. So there's a connection between the whole system. And so we thought it might be a good idea to start with, with those sounds. It's called the Anato. The Anato is an Italian word for innate because it's very easy to teach
0: people how to play. Is the Anato actually the name of this instrument? That's it. Yeah. All right. And we will post some, uh, some pictures on the, on the website uh, so
1: Anato.us is an incredible website where you have some wine and you put a candle. It's that kind of website. It's poetic, Uh, and
0: you uh, dive deep. We're looking forward to checking that out, too. So bringing this element to the Allegretto Vineyard Resort, are you going to work on one station at a time or do multiple? What's the plan on that?
2: Well, the plan right now is setting up the physical uh, location and the architecture at each location. So that is uh, pretty much done, and then we're putting up the symbols, and the we're going to have a little mobile art uh, uh, as part of what station that is. And then right now, Alan and I are planting the seeds for the, the sonic integration for each station. So that's all in, in, in motion, and um, it, it's really uh, this next step that... What happens, so many people come to Allegretto and they, they, they're they experiencing feeling different, feeling calmer, feeling just a different space. And so that is this next step is people will be able to integrate this feeling, this vibration that's happening to have them, you know, be calmer and more peaceful into these contemplative places where the sonic integration element will really allow them to take one step further back than where they presently are into a space that allows them to feel their center. And feeling the center point is just this dynamic spot where you're integrated into the I am presence. It's fascinating
0: because as you talk about gardens, and I I visit the Allegretto Gardens, they're beautiful. I love as you drive up to the property, you're you see this beautiful panorama of olive trees. They stand out. And then you go around the property in the different areas. And it it makes me go back to when my dad would take me to nurseries, tree nurseries. That's what he would enjoy doing. And so, you know, we would I would tag along and I learned a lot uh, about what that meant to him, but also the place that he would go to. And when he planted trees in the Central Valley and his whole experience. And so, At Allegretto, that's the start of the journey, is this garden setting, and then you guys are taking that peaceful garden to another dimension. Yeah, and then the
1: interesting part of it is the business model for this particular thing is really based on a Chinese uh, term called wu-wei, or wu Wei, which means effortless fruition or effortless action. So you asked about the one station at a time. It's really, we don't know. It could be one station, it could be two at a time. It might even be three, but it's like, we're not mentally designing it. The system and the
0: outcomes are being designed by life itself, and and that's wu-wei. So this reminds me, when I paint, um, oftentimes you'll hear artists talk about following the paint or following the media. Yes, This is really that type of an experience. Exactly so. In development and experiential uh, application.
2: Yeah, that was very well said, Alan, how you described that. And if I would add to that, I would say it's like the the spirit of the earth, the elements around it within nature in that spot are just feeding in this influx of information that we're simply to open our ears to, or I really say open our hearts to, because our our heart really responds to this. Uh, we, We look at things sonically, but this is really about using so many different organs of perception to receive information.
1: We're actually amplifying some of the senses that we have in ways that, like, for instance, up at the top of the Mount, Olives, Mount of Olives is going to be listening chairs, and you'll be able to sit in this chair with a big open um, dish behind you that's going to pull in the sound of the world, and you're going to be, have a different sense of listening to the world. So in some senses, many of these um, installations are going to enhance your sensory apparatus for contemplation and for understanding what's out there in the world that you may kind of be hidden from you.
0: This is interesting because you always hear people go, I had to check out and tune out. It sounds like the opposite. It sounds like you're tuning in to a greater degree. Absolutely. Fascinating. Fascinating.
2: Sometimes they're one and the same. Tuning in and tuning out is an integration into this other dimension, so to speak, so one can uh, hear really these innermost elements coming from within their own heart and from elements within this sonic space and the sonic environment that really desire to speak to our consciousness. Now, I'm curious about who most of your listeners are here, so I want to keep on check with how we describe things because we could go very deep (laughs) and... (laughs) That doesn't maybe work for everybody. You,
0: You know, Doug, we have a variety of listeners, and I think maybe the largest group of listeners are people that have been sheltering in place for quite some time. And the timing of this is incredible because when you don't have things, you sometimes appreciate those more. I Think about that song, Big Yellow Taxi by Joni Mitchell. Don't it always seem to go? You don't know what it is. Don't know what you got till it's gone. And I think with the staying at home, and now the opportunity to get back out, we're making getting back out something even more important. That's that's the audience that that I'm speaking to, uh, that we're speaking to today, people that really are looking to breathe, looking for something different, maybe to expand and build upon something they're doing. And I just think Allegretto is, is such a great opportunity for that. And I'm excited about these new steps. I'm really trying to understand myself what you guys are building upon there.
2: Yeah, interesting that the people that want to get out, I would say that one of the first things that I would recommend if someone's going to stay at Allegretto is to, of course, book a reservation and check in and, and experience the space, but then to go to the sonic labyrinth. And it's just a place where there, there are things that happen. I get notes and letters from people of describing their experience, their positive experience. And I say, wow, that's kind of it's having that profound of impact. And it's a great place to stop or to go to the abbey and just to to sit and pray and meditate. And then these trails, you know, I'm really excited because these, the start trail garden and the sonic part of this that Alan and I are working on is, is really, we don't, like Alan says, we don't completely know all that's happening, but it will happen. And it will be a really great experience in the way of giving back to people this is for people this is not you know like our deal this is the people's to experience be able to
0: receive and benefit
2: from yeah this. for their experience because because yeah. one can go into a contemplative space in many ways they could go in with a purpose of saying "Hey, i want to figure something out or just to let go or or they could start at their, uh, the sign of their birth. They could start at the sign of something that happened in their life.
1: Or they could just go out for some new kind of fun. Yeah. You know, some, something as simple as that, you know. I, I think the Sonic Labby would be a good thing to discuss because it touches on so much of what's happening. Let me just describe this. This is an installation that is, imagine you go out in the, in the woods. You can't predict when a bird is going to sing or what it's going to sing. So in that sense, we've created a randomization of tones. And nature isn't complex for sound. It's just unique and special. So the tones are very simple. It's, it's just like one tone like this. And very minimalist. So as your body moves through the labyrinth, you are you are triggering simple, individual tones. So you're creating a little bubble of beauty as you walk through. So it's not music in the sense, it's more like random, omnidirectional, all around, harmonic, beautiful, as they're integrated, sound. So it's very related to how you might be in nature. And we're using some of those principles in some of these other stations that are coming. And the come. labyrinth is
0: actually installed there, existing right now at Allegretto Vineyard Resort. Yes. It's part of the property.
1: It's There's the, two uh, one is non sonified and one is sonified. Oh,
0: okay.
2: So we call it the silent and then the sonic labyrinth. And it's a seven circuit labyrinth, which is well over, uh, very ancient, we'll say. And its, its purpose uh, is multi dimensional, though it helps to activate our seven individual energy centers in our body. And if one is sensitive, they could feel those activating as they walk through, or not to even go to that spot, just to be allow it to take place, whatever needs to transform in our own journey.
0: The thing that I really like about what you guys are describing to, uh, to us today is you check into Allegretto Vineyard Resort, And if you really want to unwind, you don't have to jump back in the car and go do anything. You can stay there and breathe and just connect. Because that's what I, frankly, after a long drive, when I get to a destination, I enjoy breathing and resting before I journey. Mm -hmm. I've already had my journey, so to speak. So, just visually, actually being up there and now hearing about these features, it makes me want to go back and just chill a bit, you guys.
2: <laughs> so many people, so many of our guests, come to Allegretto and they have all these plans to do around the town, go over adventure, all this stuff. And and they never leave, and they tell me they never left. Really? They stayed right there. They felt so nested. They just felt grounded and in this place where they could just be. And it's just like the joy. I, it's it's beyond me. I, I just sort of, I'm a creator, and I, I, I didn't expect to... To be s- told that. To, well, all the things that happen that unfold there. <laughs> we,
1: ha- we have a term for it.
0: Um, it's called the Allegretto effect. Yes.
2: The Allegretto yes. effect. Yes. And
0: what's interesting, Doug, now you talked about folks writing you letters and emails, but I also know... When I first met you, I thought you were the gardener, and then I found out you were the gardener. And um, you must be fascinated when people don't know who you are and start you over overhear their comments or expressions of joy. That must be like a fly on the wall
2: type of experience. Yes, I go around as the gardener, and it's much easier to sort of integrate. Now we have these videos that play, and it's sort of I'm sort of been. Uh, and they know who I am, a little <laughs> bit more, yeah. but I, I still like to sort of walk in a humble, uh, humble space and uh, allow myself to listen to the guests and and to uh, understand what they're desiring. And it's it's quite profound. It 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 uh, it joys my soul every day. And when, when I read these comments, and it's affecting people's lives, and they feel like they've been transported, or they they're like they're, they're like they're in Europe again. And that's really, during the design process, I took elements from these ancient spaces and in order to create the sense that people are going to a different spot. And when they're in a different spot, they have the ability to open up their sensory perceptions to new things that are able to speak to them. It's it's like going really far away without having to fly all the way to Italy.
0: You you mentioned Italy. When I first visited Allegretto Vineyard Resort, it flashed back to our 2004 trip to uh, Venice, Veneto, and Vincenza. Some of the art, some of the museums, some of the uh, decorations, I just had that feeling. In fact, it's a three-story inn, and there's this huge courtyard in the center, which is very reminiscent of what I saw over in Europe. And then there's gardens in the courtyard... There's gardens all around and then there's the gardens that surround the property it's pretty unique from that aspect
1: on the other side of things you mentioned um, you mentioned uh, well there's many portals and openings for people so it is a museum mm. there's no way around it there's incredible sculptures there's art on the wall that is not just normal hotel art is you know kind of it's it's corporate. This is not that at all. This is all chosen by Douglas and, and and others. So, it's a museum. It has a feeling of it being a monastery as well. I call it a hotel monastery mm. because there is that contemplative aspect. That's almost as if you were in, you know, you were a monk for a while, and we're in the, we're in this kind of feeling state. So it's more than than a hotel. The hotel is secondary. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a
0: byproduct it just, <laughs> It's just and, like, and for our listeners uh, earlier in the conversation you mentioned the Abbey and I think it's important for folks that have not been yet to talk a little bit about that specific space I've been in there and it's pretty unique but I'd like you to touch on that a little bit
2: okay so the inspiration for having the Abbey there which most people might call a, a small chapel mm-hmm. so in every village throughout europe there is always their little abbey or their little chapel for the community a place of gathering a place of worship a place of prayer and so this is it holds that but it's on a completely different axis than the other building because it's aligned with the top of the mount of olives it has its own character it's like it was built there hundreds and hundreds of years before the other building it was, it was modeled after a small chapel on the uh, Ile Saint-Honoré, which is a, a monastery off the coast of Cannes in France. And so it just has these per- particular proportions, proportions within that space, and then it has 12 stained-glass windows
0: and the light that comes through those windows is in fact i took one picture we'll put it up on the website i call it dancing angels it looks like angels have taken to the sky it's incredible i know that picture and we have some that
1: are even more remarkable we have two that are more remarkable than that so i think we should i'd send it to you um, as part of the recording yes. i will send you two photos that you can put on the website cuz they're just Astonishing, actually. They, they look fake. They're just so amazing with the light around Mother Mary. And They,
0: they look fake, but these are just snapshots yes. of what was coming through those windows. And it changes all the time. It changes and, throughout the year. And then the sonic features. Now we're talking a little bit about the appearance. I've been in there and I've attended some soundings. The sonic features of that space. How did that happen? Why does that happen there at that space?
2: Because of the proportions. It's a proportional harmony, and we talk about how the ancient spaces were developed to accentuate anything happening in a sonic realm within that space. So uh, I was lucky to be able to have uh, individuals that understood that, and we used particular formulas in that, uh, in each of the Architectural proportions in each and every area.
1: Yeah, and in the material side of things, I'll make a reference to this studio. This studio has a lot of panels that absorb sound. That's the, that's why they're up here. Yeah. The the abbey there's no no absorption of any sort. So all of the surfaces are um, very reflective, and that's very common in any kind of uh, abbey or chapel. And that also contributes greatly to the 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 depth and the re- resonance and reverberation that comes back so it's all of that together. Well said. Mm.
0: Wow. <laughs> a, a lot. I just was breathing and trying to gather my thoughts again about the direction to go because I think I we, like the silence. I I thought yeah. that was really cool.
1: Yeah. Have you ever, you've heard podcasts sometimes, mm-hmm. they'll just leave silence and you get a chance to just sit and go, "Huh, mm-hmm. oh, wow. And then they come back. And I've always found that provocative. I think oh.
0: that's good. Yeah. Yeah. The I'm, space. I'm, yeah. yeah. The spaces between. I think it was Miles Davis that actually said that. Right. It was a local band by that name, too. The spaces between. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. But there is something about that. Well, I always say in life, it's very important not just to get stuck by the thorns and the roses, but to stop and really smell those roses. So often we move quickly and we get jabbed or we just get a bit, the outside, but we don't get the inside and the full experience. And I'll never forget, my mom said, smell this. And I didn't know what she was talking about. And I took a little time as a young man to smell that rose and the glycerin and the fragrance that I had just overlooked was pretty powerful. So sometimes just taking that little extra time to smell or breathe or digest is so important. But it sounds like that's That's what's part of what the
2: offering is. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that is the offering. Yeah, that is a very well, uh, it's a place where one can take in their next pieces in their journey such that these next pieces are the building blocks for where they're going on their own purpose.
0: This episode of the Slow Talk Podcast is brought to you by our friends at Dining for Charities. Featuring half-off dining at some of the Central Coast's best restaurants, with proceeds benefiting local Central Coast charitable organizations. Purchase restaurant and partner certificates for up to 50% off at diningforcharities.com and local SLO County charities like Wood Society of San Luis Obispo receive 15% of all certificate sales for that month. Check out Dining for Charities at DiningforCharities.com to purchase your certificates today and save money and help local charities. Now we're in the studio with Doug Ayers and uh, Alan Tower talking about the Resonance Group and also the Allegretto Vineyard Resort. And um, gosh, uh, came up there I don't know, maybe it was about a year and a half ago, Doug, and uh, a good friend of mine, Martin Paris.
2: Oh, yes. Uh, In fact, I
0: think his wife was working uh, in the tasting room. And is that right? Yes, right. And
2: Martin is one of the musicians that plays at the hotel regularly. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And my gosh, the little room where you did the tasting is unique in and of itself. But as we talk about tasting... It would be a crime for me not to tell our listeners we're talking about Allegretto wines that are also grown on the estate. And uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about that feature of the Allegretto Vineyard Resort.
2: Yes, uh, we're surrounded by uh, vineyards on the front, the Malbec, and then there's a hill that we kept in its natural form on the east portion of the property. So we, uh, we took that hill and we figured out what would be the optimum varietals to grow on there. And, and some of uh, that is Cabernet and then a red varietal called Tanat, which our guests love because it pairs so well with food. And it's just an unusual grape. Most people don't know of Tanat, but uh, I would say come and try it and experience it. And then we also grow Vermentino and Viognier and, uh, in a field blend. And each of these varietals sort of have their... Their musical qualities, and they're in that little zone on the on the property, because they do very good there. So it's uh, we use biodynamic farming and uh, prepare uh, different formulas.
1: Tell, tell people what that means.
2: Well, it it takes the integration of what the cycles of nature from the stellar space and our earth, and takes into account the you know the spiritual elements of the plants, and integrates them in a way that the. Things that are the timing that we practice, the timing that we harvest, the timing that we bottle, are all in particular times that relate to the fruit. Okay,
0: and the development of the fruit, the life
2: cycle, the life cycle of that, and then we take different formulas that we, you know, uh, manure and we place it in the uh, female horn and bury it in the ground, and and just practices that are developed by Rudolf Steiner, and. Uh, and integrate that into the farming. And it's very, uh, it's, it's it's just, a, it has a whole different dynamic element. You could, it's not really, you know, do we call it organic? No, it's just biodynamic. It's its own realm of working with Mother Nature in a, the most natural form.
0: Fascinating. And it sounds like that's the approach to the whole Allegretto vineyard estate.
2: Yes, I, it's yeah. very reflective of that same yeah. nature. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so guests can enjoy wine tasting there, and there's also restaurants, the uh, the cello. Yes. Uh, which is absolutely amazing. I've been there for lunch at least more than two or three times, and um, and of course the spa is is really impressive
2: too. The spa is wonderful, and and there's the uh, there's different treatments and facials and and body wraps and so forth, and oftentimes a, a wedding group will come in and they'll buy out the spa and they'll have all these treatments for their bridesmaids and so forth and and then we have the piazza where we have music and and uh, entertainment generally in the summer and uh during the warmer season and uh it's just uh, there's
1: a beautiful pool and a hot tub as well a lot of people hang out around the pool oh Go. with
0: cabanas i saw yep. cabanas yeah. yeah in fact i remember just down below the pool in the piazza the courtyard uh we did a classic collaboration of the arts a sunday afternoon a couple of years ago we're
2: yes, gonna have to right. do something like that again that was amazing that would be great great sonically that works really great in there Nice. it's a beautiful beautiful nice. place for music
0: it's just um for our listeners it's the kind of place you can't just talk about it you got to come check it out whenever you're available i do encourage you to check out allegretto vineyard resort.com and some of the features pictures and experiences are just amazing so we do welcome you to understand what we're talking about and and i it it sounds to me guys that the process the property is developing and these sound stations are a part of that
1: yeah what's interesting about it is that um these are these are this is sonic art most of it no one's ever seen before because it's being invented as we're working. Um, occasionally we'll use someone else's idea from a friend and we might adapt it, but some of them are really coming out of just a, an expression of what's the best way to create the feeling of connection, the feeling of unique novel sounds, and... Um, the ability for it not to take a lot of maintenance because it's outdoors and heat and whatever, and we have to be confident that it can do well through all the different uh, temperature zones. Mm -hmm. So these are going to be quite unusual and very fun and also very contemplative uh, Mm. uh, stations that um, are going to be
0: worth checking out. Alan, if I remember correctly, I think there's a local artist involved in some of the development, Timo Beckwith is helping to a degree tim timo is
1: advising at this yeah. point um yeah. we're we're working with a couple sculptors down in the in the pasadena area mm-hmm. that i know and hans in the netherlands is also very involved in the design of some of them oh. um and timo has advised us on a couple just thoughts um, but he's currently not he's not yet building anything but you never know
0: we mentioned timo because i just became aware that he has a world music group that he's developed and doing some amazing beats with one of the people associated with slow talks right a a lot of connections there Yeah, yeah yeah guys this has been just really fascinating extremely interesting I'm my curiosity has just peaked I thought I knew a little bit about this now I'm wanting to know more I'm wanting to come up and see what's happened since the last time I visited over a year ago and um, anything else in closing that you'd like to leave our listeners with maybe to pique their interest or to uh, to maybe clarify a little bit about what you guys are up to?
2: Well, I would probably say this um, about Allegretto. When we take the blueprint of nature and the design blueprint of our human body and we integrate those ratios into the architecture, the building then becomes more of a an energetic interaction with that space so that the the subtle qualities of energy are working in benefit of us as people as we walk through space. Ah fascinating approach.
1: And I would say the proactively some Mm -hmm. of that is being embedded right into the development of of the sonic art. Yes. Uh, Very mostly because douglas keeps it hot on the burner and notices how to include it Ah. and we think about it sometimes but he thinks it more each installation is starting to have a little bit of more of a a coherent
0: reflection of what he just said so douglas i think that it's really fair to say that you're not just a hands-on owner proprietor you're a (laughs) (laughs) hearts-on owner i mean that's the word that i get right now because we hear that always hands-on you know but you're hearts on you're enmeshed in this.
2: I, I think hearts on is a very accurate way of saying this, James. Yeah. Very, very good. Yeah.
0: Um, gosh, this uh, has been really, really rich. I'm so glad you guys took time out to stop by the studio and to to just give us an insight of what's happening. Um, the updates there at Allegretto Vineyard Resort and also the Resonance Group. For more information, check out ResonanceGroup.us and also allegrettovineyardresort.com.
2: And AllegrettoWines.com. There we go. Don't want
0: to forget that. Cheers, you guys.
1: So I'll leave you you. with one thing. Yeah. Like-minded, we're always talking about, well, actually slow talk, and what we're talking about is like-hearted.
0: Ah, like-hearted. Like-hearted. Deep connections that last. Yes. Guys, thank you so much for gracing our studios with uh, with your presence and this information, these updates. So much appreciated. Thanks for having us. Thank
2: you.